What is going on, family? Welcome to episode 139 of the All Moves Podcast. This is your boy, Anthony Manaya speaking. I want to welcome everybody to today's episode. Thank you so much for taking the time to tune in and listen in. Before we get started, fam, you know what I'm about to ask you. mean a lot to me if you can go ahead and leave a review on the show. Again, I always push this heavy because it does help out with the growth of the podcast, and it also helps out with the new people tuning in for the very first time. Second thing, if you're a hardcore lover of the show, if you're a fan of the show, if this is something you rock with, this is something that you listen to and it brings a lot of value to your life and you want to become a monthly supporter, you want to support this and show your love in a real way, head over to allmovespodcast.com. There you can see all the details on how to do that. Last thing, at any point of the podcast, you feel that you're getting value out of this and you want to share it with somebody you know, go ahead and do that. And also put it up on social media, tag me up on it, show some love. Again, this podcast is growing because of word of mouth. And you guys, every share, every comment, every review, all of that matters, right? You telling your friends, hey, you got to check this guy out. This guy is legit. <laughs> all of that matters. All of that helps. So go ahead and do that. And, and, and if you do, I truly appreciate it. Or when you do, I truly appreciate it. And I will show some love in return. With all of that being said, let's jump into today's episode. <clears throat> How does one determine a problem? What determines a problem? How does one get to a point and say, this is a problem? Is it the ending of comfort? Is it the ending of certainty of what you've been doing, right? Is it an interruption, a pattern interruption? A problem is something that's unwelcomed, right? Something that you may feel is harmful. Something that comes and you don't want you don't want to deal with this, right? This is not what I want to happen at this current moment in time. I don't want this to be to interfere with what I'm doing. This is a problem. Now let's look at good and bad. Let's move on from problems for a second. I want to keep that open for you guys to think about that for a little bit. Now let's look at good and bad. How does one determine what's good and bad? How does one determine what's right or wrong? How does one determine what's good and what's evil? See, human beings move with images. And I'm going to take just a heads up. I'm going to take my time with this show, with this episode. So, you know, if you want to go ahead and speed up my voice, if, if that's what you guys want to do. Or if you want to go with, you know, uh, if you want to pace with me, you can. Um, but I'm going to take my time and, and, and try to dive into this in a way that you guys can understand. And also, I want to be able to word this correctly. And uh, there's a lot of thoughts that are going into my mind. So I'm going to take my time with this and make sure I break this down in a way that everyone understands. And also, if you're a brand new listener of the show or somebody who's just listening, getting started, and, and you're not really familiar with this type of podcast, I always love to tell my listeners, 
to listen with a fresh mind, a mind that is not conditioned, a mind that is not coming in here saying, this is my belief. This is what I read. This is what I hear in the other podcasts. This is what the guru tells me. This is what I believe. My education is this. So this is right. This is wrong. And already, you know, choosing, uh, well, already closing the mind from listening to what is being said, right? That means you're listening to this with a conditioned mind rather than a fresh mind. So listen to this with a fresh mind, a mind that cares about truth, a mind that wants to know what is true. There you can challenge yourself a little bit and see things from a totally different perspective. So with that being said, let's continue. We see things with images, right? Based on our conditioning, based on our beliefs, based on our environment, how we feed the mind, how we view ourselves, how we view the world, our perception. We see things with images. We give images to things. We say, if this and this happens, it's a problem. If this and this happens, it's evil. If this and this happens, it's wrong. If this happens, it's right. If that happens, it's right. We see things with images, right? We give it value. We give it meaning. But where does that come from? Does that come from truth and actuality? Or does that come from perspective? Someone with an unhealthy mind sees the world differently from someone with a healthy mind. Someone with a sluggish and dull mind view things and has certain problems that it creates, right? This is a problem. It sees things with different images. It says, that's a problem, that's a problem, and that's a problem. Or here's my problems here. Now, a healthy, clear, a mind with clarity sees things and say, that's a problem, that's a problem, that's a problem, right? Someone who's not making any money would say, someone who has a difficult time in making money, someone would say, I have a problem with making money, right? They would create an image about money. They'll either fear money or they'll say, you know, money's not for everybody. They'll justify why they don't have anything, right? Some people would say, I don't have anything, so I need help from other people. I need the government to, to assist me. Other people say, I don't have money, so I need to go get a job. Other people say, I don't have money, so I need to start a business. Other Everybody has a different perspective on everything that happens. Which means someone would view something and say, this is a problem. Someone else would view that same thing and say, this is an opportunity. When people go to war, and war happens a lot, and we may not be talking about war with bombs and guns. There's a lot of wars happening, though with ideologies, beliefs, philosophies, right? People have chosen a side, and once you choose a side, we're divided. You say, my side thinks this, and this is the right way. And the other side says, no, my side thinks this, and your way is the wrong way. My way, my way is the right way, right? So both sides think they're right. That means when people and groups are at war, each side think that they're the good side. The question is, what is true? 
How do you know what is true? If both sides think they're doing what's quote unquote the right thing, both sides thinks they're the good side. Then what is truth, right? Clearly it's not based off truth if each side thinks that one side is right and the other side thinks that they're right, then who's wrong? Well, let's fight to figure it out. Let's fight to solve these problems. That means when you choose a side, there's division. When there's division, there is conflict. That means you cannot see what is true. You will only see through the eyes of the side that you chose. Which then, that's all based off, again, conditioning, what you've been fed, your environment, where you are in your life, your perspective, how you view yourself, your philosophy, how you view the world. All those things determine which side you gravitate towards. Which means good, bad, good, evil, right, wrong, problems. All of this is based off a of perspective, no matter how much you try to justify it anyway. It's all based on your perspective. The images you have created for these things. The images you created. We all move with images. How we view trees. Some people say, oh, that's a tree and ignore it. And because we gave it the image, oh, that's a tree, people would just ignore it. Now, we never gave the image of that tree. We said, that's not a tree, right? We, we don't even call it the word tree. We would actually sit there and stare at it and say, what the fuck is this? <laughs> right? We would look at it and, and see how remarkable a tr something that we say is so simple because we see it everywhere, but we never pay attention to it, how remarkable a tree is. how it's actually alive, how it provides oxygen, how the leaves grow and change colors, how if you cut it up in certain ways, how you can use it as shelter, how, the, how valuable the wood is. It's amazing. But since we give it images, it loses its value. We it based on our we with the image, we add our perspectives on it, how we view it. And again, it's never based off of truth, right? It's based off your environment, your conditioning, your foundation. The foundation of your mind is judging that, and that is how most of us live life, right? How we view our wives and our husbands and we give images based on what they did in the past, based, on the, based off of our past experiences. All of this shapes how you view yourself in the world. When we give things images, right? I don't want to be with, me, with you because of what you did two years ago. Or remember what you did two years ago? Since then, I haven't trust you. Again, images, right? Things happen, we create images, and then we give that image value. Which again, there's something, an unwanted thing happening, an unwanted event, uh, event, and based on how we view the world, we create an image about that, and we'll say, oh, this is a big problem, 
or this is a small problem. Again, based on our environment, how we view the world, our perspective in life and our conditioning, we would say, oh, that's right. And others would say, oh, no, that's wrong. That's right and that's wrong. Based of our conditioning, based of how we view the world, based of our environment, our education, how we feed the mind, the foundation of our mind, we would say, that's good and that's evil. So now, are these things based off of truth and actuality or is they based off of perception? Clearly, it's based off of perspe- uh, perspective and perception. Based on the quality of the person who is viewing this thing that's happening. Which means all problems of the mind, all problems are illusions of the mind. Again, I'm going to take my time with this. Think about what is being said. All problems are illusions of the mind. Someone can say that's a problem. Someone else can say that's an opportunity. And there's some people who, where you see that, you see things as problems. There's other people who are overlooking it and not even paying attention to that. So if most of our problems are illusions of the mind, that means most of our problems are self-made. Now, based on our experiences in life, let's think about this for a second. Let's think about this. That means our experiences in life, who we are, the foundations of our mind, while we experience, we create these images, right, which stay stuck in our memory. Now, with this memory, we hold on to this memory, which becomes the past, right? We start thinking about these things, and the more we live in the past, the more we live in that memory, the more we fear the future, right? Because we assume that the same thing's going to happen in the future. We recreate those problems. We recreate those scenarios and those situations in our mind, saying this is going to happen again. This is what's going to happen. And we, we treat it as absolutes. Because you failed one time at doing something, you would view that and how you reacted to that. You created some image about it. You allow that to stay stuck in your memory. You allow memory to play a, play a part. And you say, oh, I can't do it like this ever again. I can't attempt to do this because this is what happened when I did it last time. Rather than studying the entire process of it. If one would study the entire process of why one quote unquote failed on something, right? One would study why. Why did this happen? What what I could have done right? What was it, right? Studying the process of it, then you wouldn't fear it moving forward, right? You would attempt it with a different approach. You would attempt things. You would do things with a different approach. You would see things with a different attitude, right? Now, these images that we create about ourselves, about the world, these things control our thoughts, Memory controls our thoughts all the time as well. With memory, memory controls a lot of the decisions we make. 
We hold on to the past, which creates all these fears. Right? What have we been told? The actions we've taken in the past, what has been done to us, our education. And when I mean by education, I don't mean school books. What I mean education is being taught something, someone telling you something, conditioning. Someone's conditioned you to think this way, to fear this, to think this. And then you have so many people fearing the future. If you fear the future, you fear nothing. Think about what is being said. If you fear the future, you fear nothing. Because the future is not even here yet. Now, memory plays a huge role. The images we give we give to everything plays a huge role. Then we determine, oh, this is a problem, that's a problem. That's right, that's wrong, that's good, that's bad. Now, what I'm asking here is, is any of this stuff based off of truth and actuality? <clears throat> Because if it's not, then that means a perspective change will solve most of our problems. Or what we think is problems. A perspective change will completely change our experience. So how does one see truth in actuality? How does one break away? From the illusions. Because this is all, this is the, the illusions is what's causing the conflict, the contradiction, the confusion, right? Someone would say, oh, I want change, and then continue to make the same moves over and over and over again. Someone says, I want out of this toxic relationship, but they continue to stay. And again, they will justify the reason why. Oh, I don't have any money. I'm broke. I'm scared to pay these bills, right? I'm scared of the bills that are coming my way. Again, fear is the biggest illusion of them all. Thinking about the future in a negative way, saying, oh, I won't be able to pay these bills, but these bills, these bills are not here yet. You can make one move and change that whole situation. But yet people will say, I don't know how I'm going to pay rent. And make no moves in the present. They spend most of their time thinking about the past. I'm sorry, thinking about the future because they fear the past. At one point, I wasn't able to have money. At one point, I wasn't able to pay rent. At one point, I couldn't afford food. I'm afraid for that to happen again. So they allowed that image to stay in their mind, that memory to stay in their mind and they bring that into the future. Again, and if you fear, if you stay stuck in the past, you will fear the future. And if you fear the future, you feel not you fear nothing because it doesn't exist. But see the contradiction. I have no money, but makes no moves. I hate this job. I really hate it. Complains about it all over the place. You tell this person, then quit. Quit, quit your job. No, 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 no. Because, you know, if I, if I quit my job, that's silly, right? Because, you know, I need money in order to, in, in, in order to eat. I need money in order to, uh, you know, 
put a roof over my head, right? I need I need money to feed the kids. I, I need money. Then why complain? Why are you complaining? No, because the boss did this, da 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 da. You don't understand. I hate this place. Oh, so hold on. Here's what I'm trying to say. Here's what I'm saying here is you don't actually have to do any of it. If you're going to complain about the job, you don't actually have to work the job. If you're going to complain about the relationship, you don't actually have to be in the relationship. But here's where the confusion comes in. How fear takes over the mind. People are living in contradiction all day and they never actually know why. They don't know what's happening. They're creating their own problems. And with the images, with memory, and with your perspective and the foundation of your mind, you are justifying why you need to continue living in misery. Oh, I need to stay in this because of this. So if you're going to stay in this because of whatever just reason where you try to justify it, whatever way you try to justify it, if you're going to continue doing that, then why complain about it? Why not change your attitude? Why not focus on truth and actuality? See what's really happening here. Because if you saw what was happening, you won't be complaining. You'll be taking instant action. So most people are confused. They don't know which moves to make. They're confused. They're confused because all these fears and all these images they gave. How do we see truth in actuality? How do we see the truth? First of all, we have to study ourselves in details, right? We have to see each and every single detail in our, in our life, the details of our situation. The very fact that we are living in contradiction, the very fact that we are creating these problems ourselves, how most of our problems are self-made. The very fact of that, understanding that, you start making the right moves towards the right direction. You start focusing on how to respond to things. You start focusing on controlling the things that you can control, which is how you respond and react to whatever happens. You would never choose a side. You're above it because you know when you choose a side, you're seeing the world through a narrow perspective. You can't see what is really true. When you see things in images, imagine seeing things without an image and actually seeing everything for the very first time outside of your conditioning. What would life look like? So that means in order to see truth, you must be free from what human beings have created. That means whatever is man-made, you must be free from that. You must question that. Because we don't know the quality of the mind that the human being has created this thing with. Because human beings have the ability to create illusions. We create our own problems. We complain about our own problems. We complain about the problems that we created ourselves. And we refuse to look for a solution to the problem 
So we look for the best escape to the problem. So we created these problems. Most of these problems we've created. We created ourselves. We complain about it. And then we make no moves towards the direction of, of understanding or solving this problem. What people do is they escape from these problems. And then now escapism becomes a way of life. Then that means the pursuit of pleasure becomes the most important thing. Now, all human beings are pursuing pleasure of some kind. Now, when it becomes a way of life, there's a problem. And what I mean by way of life, when it becomes one's primary focus to continue to pursue pleasure after pleasure after pleasure after pleasure after pleasure. Again, we are all pursuing pleasure. Now, depending on which pleasure you pursue will determine the quality of your life, of course. But what I'm saying here is, here's when pleasure becomes a problem. Is that once it's over and people are doing things to escape that these problems that they created themselves, right? These problems that really don't have to happen. And again, it's all based on conditioning. It's all based on how you view the world. It's all based on your education. Again, the foundation of your mind, how you view yourself, how you view the world, the conditioning, all of that stuff. will determine the quality of your life, will determine how you respond to things, right? All of these things play an important part. Now, when you pursue pleasure, right, you're pursuing pain because here's what happens is it becomes more and more and more and more and more and more and more about the escaping of these problems you created than the actual understanding of truth and actuality. Now, this can be confusing to somebody. Just think about, wait, wait a minute. All my problems are self-made? Wait a minute. Well, most of my problems are self-made? Are you telling me that, you know, um, you know, uh, it's, it's the way I'm viewing the world? It's the way I'm viewing things? Breaking away and being free from what is man-made and questioning that is true freedom. Because you see things for what is, right? You see things as they are. And when you see things as they are, you stop caring about unnecessary shit. You start to see that that breakup that, that, ha that happened, that breakup that I was with somebody for three years. This is a big one. The breakup is a big one, right? I was emotionally invested in this relationship and then it, 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 it inevitably ended. And rightfully so, because it's two people who came together for the wrong reasons. Two people who came together for the process of their escape. Someone who lived in someone who lives in truth and actuality will see that the ending of a relationship is the best thing that can ever happen. Because it means this wasn't supposed to happen. And it was inevitably going to end. Because we're focused on the wrong things. Someone who sees that, that someone who lives in truth and actuality, someone who actually lives in truth, fails in business, they would see, oh, I understand why I failed. They won't respond to it in a way where I can't do anything in life. Or oh, maybe I'm not good enough. 
they will see the truth in what's really happening in that situation. Someone who hates their job will not continue to work at the job they hate. There will be no complaining when you live with truth because you actually see what's actually going on. Like you will see what is. Oh, I see it clearly. I just need to make these three moves and I'm straight. But people are creating these images. People are creating these illusions, these fantasies. And they allow fear to take over, right? And when fear takes over, it causes confusion. You have all these images and how you see things. You live in based off a of memory. And you're allowing perspective to control what you see and what you think is real and what's not, right? So with this information, what do you do with this type of information? Well, that means you will focus on lifestyle. If someone actually listens to what is being said here and actually saw the truth in what is being said, they will change their entire lifestyle. They will see that most of their problems are not, any, are not real problems. They will see the foundation of why this continues to happen. Why does this quote-unquote problem continue to repeat over and over and over again? They will see that the solution's right in front of their face. They will see that the foundation of who they are will always attract these type of problems in their life. There will always be interruption because of the type of person you are. Stay with us, fam. You listen to episode 139 of the All Moves podcast. We'll be right back. What is up, family? Thank you so much for reaching the halfway mark. I'm going to be really quick. I know a lot of people ask me, how to donate to the show, how do I become a monthly supporter. And I know, you know, I get a lot of emails about it, and I know I told you many times, so hey, email me if you want to be a supporter. Now I'm making it a lot more easier, right? Head over to allmovespodcast.com. That's www.allmovespodcast.com. There you can click and become a monthly supporter. You can leave as little as $5 a month, $0.99 cents a month, $10 a month, whatever works best for you you want to be a part of the show in a real way, if you find this show valuable, right? If you love this show, you're a true fan of the show, right? If it's life-changing and you want to be a part of it in a real way, if you want to support in a, in a real way, head over to allmovespodcast.com. Welcome back, everybody, to episode 139 of the All Moves Podcast. Thank you so much, fam, for staying with me. Let's get back into what, what, what I was saying. Let's get back into it. How does one make serious changes in their life? How does one live in truth and actuality? How does one put respect on truth? Where it doesn't matter of your perspective, this is what is. You won't complain about what's inevitable. Right? You won't complain about things that, oh, this will happen, right? When you see it, because if I make these moves... This is the result always. Now, you must look at your life right now, where it's at, your current moment right now, and you are living the results of your philosophy, your perspective, and how you view the world. The foundation of your mind, you are living the result of that. That means who you are is creating this lifestyle, these results, 
this, everything you're experiencing is creating that. You're attracting this in your life, right? And when I say attract, I don't mean any I'm attracting this in a mythical, magical way. What I mean by attract is my outlook on life will put me in these situations. My perspective puts me in this situation. How I see things puts me in these situations. This happens to a person like me. That's what I mean. Everything that's happened happening to you is supposed to happen because the quality of your mind, the foundation, the moves you make, your decisions, all of that, your fears, your images that you've created, the problems you've created, how you view things, all of that has created your lifestyle and the results that you're experiencing on the day-to-day. Now, when one cares about truth, they don't go based on what it wish it was. They won't lie to themselves. They would say, okay, this is what is. I'm doing this to myself. That means a perspective change will solve it all. And with a perspective change, you start to change the moves you make. When you focus on the details of your life, every move you make, when you pay attention to that, from how you walk to how you talk to, to what you wear to what you eat to, 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 to everything, to everything that you're into, to the very next second, to the moves that you're doing right now. When you pay attention to the details, in a serious way, you start to see what's happening. When you break away all the illusions. But it takes serious energy. It takes passion, right? Extreme care about yourself, about the truth, right? You know how, you know how hard it is for people to, to break free and we're talking about psychologically break free from what's man-made. People play, oh my, oh man, I'm in debt. You know, I, you know, this school is killing me. Oh, this job. Oh, I gotta vote for this person. I gotta vote for that person. Oh, here's what's happening in the world. Everybody's in it. Everybody's in it without questioning it. It, it's so hard to question when, again, the foundation of your mind, when you're viewing the world through a sluggish mind, when you're viewing the world with a dull mind, when you're viewing the world with poor education. And again, I'm not talking about education in the books. I'm talking about what you've been told, your conditioning, when you're viewing the world with, uh, 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 with your outlook on life based on certain cultures and beliefs. And this is, this is the side I chose. This is how we view things. And when there's problems in your mind, when there's problems that you've created, how you view things, you determine what's a big problem and you determine what's a small problem because of the images you created it, no one ever questions themselves. No one ever looks at themselves and say, fuck, I'm doing this to myself. All of this is happening because of how I view it. The second you start understanding this, It would change your experience. That means what happens to you, your attitude changes to the things that happen to you. When there's an unwanted, harmful inconvenience that comes your way, something that comes your way, and we call it a problem, 
especially when it's outside of our control, right? Something happened. Oh, I don't want this to happen. We immediately solve that problem because our attitude towards what happened, our perspective towards what happened, how we view things that come our way, how we view adversity, what we say is adversity. What if we change what we thought was adversity? What would life look like if you change the image of what you think is adversity? If you start viewing things from a totally different perspective, hey, this is not an actual problem. Again, you'd be living a totally different life. Fear wouldn't be part of who you are. Well, now there'll be a healthy fear, right? We're not saying, hey, jump off a cliff and, 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 and believe you can fly. No, we're saying you know what will happen when you jump off the cliff. You know what will happen when you jump off the cliff. Now, the body wants to stay alive, so it won't do it, right? In most cases, there's some people who do. Who commit that type of suicide, right? Jump over cliffs and then they, they end themselves because they know what will happen if they did that. Now the body's like, no, 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 no. Don't do that because I'm trying to stay alive. Now again, a lot of the things we see, we create, we create those images. A lot of things that happen to us goes in our memory And we bring that to the future. We bring that to the present. We limit ourselves because of our fears. We never pay attention what is true. We based on we we pay attention to things we wish were true. Oh, I wish it was like this. You have people choosing sides out of fear. Oh, if I don't choose a side, my my friends, my family are gonna look at me like this, rather than actually living in truth and seeing the problem with choosing the side. Seeing the problem with not studying a side and say, okay, why does this side even exist in the first place? Why are there sides? Because if there's sides, then what is truth? Now, if everybody lived in truth, would there be sides? Think about that. Again, just think about what is being said here. If everyone lived on truth, we're talking about what is. Would anyone choose a side or would everyone work together? Because they understand, right? There is no choosing a side. No, this is what it is, period. This is what it is. This is what's happening. This is the actual solution. Not what I believe, not what I hope. No, no, no. Here's what's happening to this entire thing. Here's why there's corruption. Here's why there's wars. Here's why there's unnecessary killings. Here's why that's all of this stuff is happening. There's battles, frustration. Here's why there's depression. Here's why there's anxiety. All these things, we all created ourselves. It's all illusions in the mind. Most of it is illusions of the mind. How you look at other living things that don't deal with what we deal with, right? This abstract world we created. 
these abstract problems we created for ourselves, unnecessary problems. My cat is not dealing with that. I look at my cat Mello and say he's living in ultimate truth. There's things that he does naturally. There's things that he's into. There's things that he does. I learned a lot from a cat, right? You can learn a lot from a cat. The trees, viewing that, so fascinated by nature itself. Nature itself is amazing. How most of what's alive does not deal with most of the things that human beings deal with. Now we can say, oh, we're different and, and because we're different species, of course, right? The difference is, is that we have the ability to create illusions. We allow fears to take over. We think we, you know, we, 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 we think things based off of conditioning and, and what we hope is true, right? Now, I'm not saying, here, here's what people get, you know, confused on. Everything I'm saying here, with the understanding of this, you start making the right moves within the quote-unquote illusionary world. You start moving with a different attitude. You start saying it doesn't matter what happens because you trust yourself. That's a very popular quote that I've said on social media. When you trust yourself, it doesn't matter what happens. And that's what I mean by it. When you trust yourself because of your outlook on life, you understand what's really happening, right? You continue to question what's happening. You pay attention to the details, every little thing in your life. You don't overlook anything. You, you pay attention to each decision you make and you see how each decision will impact you in a positive or negative way, right? And all of that, what's positive is based on how you feel, right? It's how you view what's positive and how you view what's negative. Again, images. Think about what I'm saying here. When you trust yourself, it doesn't matter what happens. Whatever happens to you, you instantly respond to it with great attitude, right? It happens to you. Now you say, okay, let's let's make the right move towards this, you know, the direction that we want to go. What we claim is positive. I don't want this interference in my life. Let's address this. Let's understand the process of everything that's happening in our life. And instead of just accepting it, most people just accept what happens, right? In a way, what I mean by that is when they accept, they say, you know, oh, I just, you know, I'm just, I'm just lazy. I'm having all these problems, again, is how they view it, view themselves, how they view that. They say, oh, that right there is called a problem. I'm viewing all these problems and they justify it based on, oh, because if I don't do this, I don't be able to eat. I want to do this. If I don't, da, 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 right? They justify it the way they justify it. And they say, oh, I can't do none of this. Oh, I'm lazy. Now, instead of Studying the process of being lazy and get again, because when someone studies the details in their life, the details of everything that's happening in their life, they would instantly say, why am I late? Where does laziness come from? How can we address that? Well, uh, I don't, you know, I, I, I don't know how, how can and people will ask, how can I stop laziness? I'm lazy. How can I stop it? 
Now the question here is, those who want to stop laziness will stop laziness. They'll study the entire process of laziness on how this happens. Why does my body and mind feel sluggish? I don't want to do anything. Why is that? Someone will study that if they actually don't want to be lazy anymore. There is passion in wanting to know. Passion is energy. There is energy in what you want to know, right? I care about the fact that I am lazy. Where does this come from? Now, there's other people who say, I, how can I stop laziness? This is just, la I'm using laziness as an example. How do I stop laziness? So they will read books on laziness. They will pay, you know, courses on laziness. They would watch YouTube videos on laziness, but continue to stay lazy and never study the process of why laziness exists in the first place. What does it mean to be lazy? What is the mindset behind being lazy? Where does this come from being lazy? Where does that come from? Now, secretly, people find pleasure in being lazy. Secretly, people want to be lazy. They just don't like the results they're getting with the path they chose. They don't like the results they're getting with being lazy. But secretly, human beings, most of us, love to be lazy, right? Because people would choose to be lazy when they don't have anything that's pushing them towards the direction that gives them some type of excitement. There is no purpose. There is no passion. There is no direction. There, there is no nothing to focus on for people. People are just focusing on the problems, right? Just think about how, how much problems people are creating because they have accepted something like laziness. They say, oh, I'm lazy. That's it. That's what I am. That's it. That's the image of myself. I am lazy. That's my image. Now, when it comes to making moves, there, you can't make any moves because you don't want to make any moves. You just accepted this image. Now, if someone questioned that image, they will see what's really happening. Same thing goes for anxiety. I have anxiety. But why do people continue to exist saying, I have anxiety? And I'm not saying killing yourself is the, is the right move. Don't get it twist. Don't twist my words up when I say why people continue to exist. What I mean is, why do people carry on? People are choosing to continue to exist with this image of I have anxiety. And make jokes about it. This is what happens sometimes. Ha <laughs> ha, you know, you know, that anxiety kicks in. You know what I'm saying? It's real. Instead of making that the number one priority, someone who wants to end anxiety will sit down and stay with this and say, what is this? How can I understand this? And not just accept what other people say about it. Not just accept what quote unquote doctors and what quote unquote, you know, uh, you know, health experts and health experts of the mind say, no, why can't we dive into that ourselves? If I care about it, I would dive into it. And it, it, this is exactly what I did. 18, 19 years old, 20, 23 years old. Why do, why do I have so much anxiety, Anthony? I would look myself in the mirror and sat with it, became obsessed with it. What is this thing? How can, we, how, how can I not continue to exist with whatever the fuck this is? I want to continue to exist, but how can I 
exist without this. Same thing goes for depression. Same thing goes for, you know, feeling lost and lonely and all these things, all these problems. Just think about how people say that. Hey, I have all these problems and continue on and do things that have nothing to do with addressing this quote unquote problem. So what does that mean? Does it mean that we continue to do it to ourselves? Does it mean that we val- we're valuing something else? If I say, I don't want to do this, but I continue to do it, then there's something that I'm valuing while being this way. There's something that I'm holding on to. What is that? What am I allowing to stay over my head? What am I allowing to be into my life? Is it the images? Is it the memory? Is it fear? Most likely. And fears, again, if you fear the future, you fear nothing. Because the future doesn't exist. It's powerful. If, if, if we can look at all these problems and say, most of these problems, first of all, I gave it an image. I say this is, I call this a problem. And it, it's a problem because it's getting in the way of what I want to do, what I really want to do. It's getting in the way. It's something I don't want. This is unwanted. I don't want this. So I view this as a problem. If we say all of this are just illusions in the mind, we will look at what is the root of it all. What's causing it all? And we get obsessed with that. Which again, what's causing it all, that is truth in actuality. I'm not saying truth and actuality is causing it all. I'm saying whatever is causing it, that is the truth. That is the foundation. That no matter what, as long as that thing exists, the root of that thing, the root, that root thing, as long as that exists, then all of these quote-unquote what I call problems are inevitable. Which means if not, if I'm not attacking the root then I'm, all I'm doing is looking for the best escape. If I'm not attacking what is, then that means I'm living life, escaping the truth and actuality of my situation. That means I'm designing a life around the avoidance of my problems because I'm never getting to the root of it. which means this experience will forever happen, which means fear will continue to exist. And these images I will hold on to. The, the more I get older, the more I allow this to go on, I will hold on to these images about myself, about the world, about everything. I will hold on to these images, never questioning it. Because I'm focused on the wrong things. I'm just confused. I don't understand. We have to address the root. 
we ha- well, as a matter of fact, not even let's let's stop using address. We have to understand the entire process of what's happening. That's what happens when you see yourself in details. I always say the truth is in the detail, the details of everything that's happening, how most people are doing it to themselves, creating their own problems based on their perception, right? Accepting what anyone else, anyone else says as truth, never get going into it themselves, never, never diving into it themselves, accepting these these things that they say, oh, you know, you know the things like oh i'm lazy the people that the people who say things about themselves saying that i can't do any of this because of this oh i can't do any of this because i'm tired right i can't do any of this because i'm lazy i can't do any of this because you know i i have too much anxiety i can't do any of this because i'm weak or i'm i can't whatever the justification you give yourself whatever you try to justify whatever is the excuse we never take the time and say why am I this anyway? Why am I choosing to be this? Where does this come from? This image that I give to myself, this thing that I say about myself, where does this come from? And then becoming obsessed with that, that root foundation, that root cause. Because when you get obsessed with that, you start to see that when you attack the root, when you understand the root, you will solve most of your problems in an instant. In an instant, most of your problems just go away because you you have a perspective change. You know what's happening. You see what's happening. Powerful. Appreciate you guys, fam. If you found this episode valuable, Share it with somebody who you think needs to hear it. Put it up on social media. Share it with your friends. Tag me on Facebook. Uh, sorry. Well, yeah, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, wherever you wherever you follow me on, whatever you're friends with me on. Um, you know, let me know what you thought about this episode. I would love to hear your feedback on it. Again, leave a review on the show. It does mean a lot. It helps with the growth of the podcast. Check out the All Moves podcast.com that's www.allmovespodcast.com to learn how to become a monthly supporter and i will catch you guys next time much love to you all family i appreciate you talk to you soon take care peace